Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Bike Walk Wichita monthly podcast. I'm Kim Newfeld, the executive director, and I'm at headquarters today recording with Amy. Hello, everyone. I'm excited, so let's jump into this month's episode. Thanks for tuning in and joining us as we talk all things Bike Walk. We are super excited to find out that Bike Walk Wichita was the 2022 Immigrant Service Award. And we are so excited. Uh, this is, of course, based on the work that Recycle is leading up by fixing up all the uh, donated mm-hmm. bikes and providing them to our refugee friends who right. are needing them for transportation. So excellent work to Carrie, the Recycle team, and to all of you who have donated bikes in part. We couldn't do it without the full team. Right. And it's, it's really exciting uh, to see the work recognized. Um, yes. And everything in the community. So Yes. And and so far, just in 2022, uh, our recycle shop has given out over 80 bikes to refugees. Yes. And these are the adults. Uh, right. So this does not include all of the uh, children's bikes going out to their families as well. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we are exceeding numbers significantly. And that is just all due to, mm-hmm. you know, the excitement, energy and interest in helping you know, our newly settled friends who uh, are new to Wichita, but wanting to be successful and be a part of the community. So thank you to our recycle team for helping make our streets and our community safer and better for all residents. Oh my gosh, this heat. Kansas has felt like a convection oven and I, I just can't believe high temps and wind it's it's just a real struggle to get outside. And when you're out there, you just feel sandblasted. Yeah. I mean, it's just, I, I have been so thankful for the cooler temps and the rains lately. Yeah, it's, you know, we have definitely had some interesting weather. It's Kansas, of mm-hmm. course. So, I mean, we expect this. Right. But uh, I did recently hear that the national weather, like our wind has been, we have been setting records all year. I think they said it's like been 40% higher right. winds. Yes. Um, and so I think it is a little bit more uh, brutal than it uh, has been. Yeah. Uh, kind of the past bit. And it takes me a bit to get acclimated. So. Right. Right. Yeah. You kind of have to, your body has to take this adjustment period for yeah. it. And, yeah. and it's just been kind of beating us all up. Especially even in, mentally, yeah. as much as physically. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah I know uh, I've started my early morning rides again, and I'm really enjoying those. Uh, I really, I forgot how peaceful the city is um, and how colorful the sunrises are, you know, when you're out there on your bike. And so mm-hmm. it has really helped me, and I'm really enjoying the extra energy boost, you yeah. know, that I'm getting yeah. that really helps me jumpstart my days. So we have several upcoming events, uh, including a fun parade and community fair that will be held on Saturday, July 9th at Evergreen Park. Bike Walk Wichita will be in the parade, so come and walk and ride with us. Um, And then join us for the resource fair there in the park. Uh, We will have a tent and we will be distributing our new Bike Walk Wichita swag. It's also summer. That means we will be hosting La Tour again on July 12th. This year, our evening gathering for our Members Plus and sponsors will be held at River City Brewing Company upstairs in the private loft. I am so excited about this event. I I love the Tour de France. I love the pro racing calendar and stuff. 
So being able to kind of tie that in for Bike Walk Wichita and have it be just kind of a social event for our members plus and our sponsors is is just wonderful. Where it's we so can, fun. So who do you silly. have joining this year to talk about the racing? So Jeff Usher, uh, he's a local racer and legend to yeah. join us for providing some updates and some tour trivia. Oh, good. Um, he has actually, you know, he talks about Wichita having criterium races and, yeah. and racing some stuff around town. And that just is so fascinating to me. Well, and it is exciting. I mean, I don't know that everybody knows that we do have a competitive cycling side here in Wichita. Right, right. And so, uh, you know, it's a whole different world. It is. It is. And so it's fun just once in a while, you know, to kind of dip our toes into it and connect <laughs> a little bit. I can never keep up with them or anything, right, but right. Uh, yeah. it's fun to... Uh, to kind of catch up. And so mm-hmm. Latour details can be found online at bikewalkwichita.org slash Latour and on our calendar, of course. You must register in advance for this private event just so we make sure we have enough food and goodies for you. And don't worry if you're not a race enthusiast. Like we said, there's plenty of food, friends, fun uh, to keep you entertained. So Amy, give us an update, uh, you know, on the three grand tours. What's, right. what's going yeah. on and, in the world? First of all, I just want to say, I agree. You do not have to be a race enthusiast to, to attend our Latour event. I mean, I am strictly a commuter. I am very upfront that my longest race ever, or my longest ride was never a race. <laughs> my longest ride ever was 35 miles, and that was the MCC Flatlander because there are homemade cookies, cookies. at <laughs> every rest stop. Yep. And I apparently I will ride 35 miles for cookies. Yeah. So, <laughs> Although if you see her take off on her e-bike, she right. does have a pretty quick start. But uh, I do love following the pro racing calendar. There are three grand tours, the Giro d'Italia, which just finished up on uh, May 29th, uh, the Tour de France, which is uh, July 1st to July 24th, July 21st, somewhere around there. And then the Vuelta España in Spain, which is August 19th to September 11th. The Giro d'Italia, if you just get on YouTube and watch some highlights of that. I mean, it was absolutely amazing. To me, it's it's one of the harder tours just because there is so much climbing. Like, it's mm-hmm. really just a slog up some mountains in Italy. Uh. And But Italy is so beautiful. I mean, all of these tours are fantastic. But the Giro d'Italia was, uh, for, for the first time ever, won by an Australian. And just to watch that whole country just get so excited mm-hmm. to have a Grand Tour winner be one of their own was yeah. incredible to watch. I mean, we remember having yeah. our, our American Grand right. Tour winners and stuff. And and just the pride that, that you felt and, and the pride that, you know, it, it's it's wonderful. And Jai Henley is such a, a humble racer. I mean, it's hard to believe that some of these people are super competitive mm-hmm. and they are just so modest. And they, you know, and going into the Tour de France with the two Slovenians and stuff, the um, uh, Primoz Roglic, uh, he, when he gets in a tour... when he first started racing, you think he has no personality because he's so robotic and, and it's just because he is incredibly focused. Yeah. And as he, 
over the past like five, six years that he's been racing, we've seen his personality yeah. outside of the race. And and he is very cheeky and I just love it. So, <laughs> so um, lots of per strong personalities. There, there sure. are lots of I'm strong sure. personalities when you compete at that level. I mean, it is really incredible mm -hmm. to watch these athletes and then also get to learn about their lives outside of the racing. Yeah, they and are amazing athletes. Yes. I mean. So the Tour de France, uh, some, if you want to watch some fun teams, uh, the team bike exchange from Australia, they're probably going to be doing their daily four, three to four minute video updates. And they have one of their uh, media people that's going to be running around. You definitely want to follow them on like, Twitter or Instagram because they're going to be having a public vote oh. of the favorite writer of the day. So um, that that will be kind of fun. They're always super hilarious. That is that is fun. Well, we will make sure to add some links in the show mm -hmm. notes below. So if you want to follow along with some of the teams uh, and definitely join us for Latour. So if you are not a Members Plus, uh, you know, you can always go right on and join on our website, or you can join that night. Uh, but yeah, join us for Latour and some trivia. I'm I'm really excited about yes. that. Yes. And that's really also what I really love about biking and walking. I mean, you can vary your pace depending on what kind of adventure you want to have. I mean, right. some days, you know, I want to go hard and get in a good workout. Mm -hmm. And then other times in the evenings or whatever, a slow stroll is just right, right. you know, to end the day. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so that's what I really appreciate, I think, about both of these activities mm -hmm. is that it's... Yeah, you can be as competitive as you want. You can be as social as you want. Yeah. You can be as casual. It, it's it's really what you make of it. Absolutely. And one of the things that I love about biking and walking. Yeah. So, of course, you know, we're adding events to our calendar and Facebook page weekly. Uh, so check out the details. Join us around town. We'd love to, to see you. Many of the walks and rides will be moving to the morning and evening hours, you know, during July and August to help avoid the heat of the day. So definitely check out those events. Make sure you know where you're going. And uh, we'd love to see you out around town. So our July mental health moment is really just kind of about surviving this heat. Um, hydration and managing your effort is key. Mm -hmm. uh, there are so many hydration options these days. You have Gatorade, you have uh, Noom tablets that you can drop in your water bottle. You have powders that you can mix in with your water. Mm -hmm. You have capsules that you can take uh, throughout your ride. Um, just try some different things and see what really works for you. Uh, over the years, I found my preference is the salt stick tab capsules. They're these little tablets. Um, I actually enjoy just drinking plain water. I am as well. I'm, yeah. I'm not into a lot of the flavors mm -hmm. um, yeah. or different things. So Yeah, I don't want to add um, a powder to my water that makes it taste like watermelon or whatever. Oh, although I will just... say I do like the local Blend Rich the best. <laughs> I'll give a shout out to the local peeps uh, who are doing really great work because out of right. all of them, I can drink theirs. Mm -hmm. uh, so mm -hmm. I do appreciate those Blend Rich. There are so many people that hate drinking plain water, yes. you know, and they want something to flavor their water with because mm -hmm. they just, you know, as much as I love drinking plain water, they hate it just yeah, as much. Exactly. And so in this weather, we're, we're all going to sweat. We're all going to get depleted very quickly. And that wind just will pull everything out of you even faster. Yeah. 
be sure that you are drinking before you're thirsty, you're paying attention to your body, and, and really just take care out there. Absolutely. So today, I am really excited to have Kevin Williams on the podcast with us. He, as you've heard, he's our Recycle Shop Manager, and uh, welcome, Kevin. Thank you. It's great to be on the podcast. Um, so I guess a little bit about me. Um, I moved to Wichita, well, I guess, I don't know, four or five months ago now. Yeah, so Yeah, about February-ish. Yeah, about February. Before that, uh, lived in Boise for a couple years, and then before that, lived in Salt Lake for a while, but grew up in Ohio, so kind of been around. Nice. So you're here working as our recycle shop manager with bikes and stuff. So what? Mm -hmm. when did you first, like, fall in love with bikes? Or what would, tell us about your first bike. First bike? I think, well, besides, like, kids' bikes when I was younger. Um, my first bike as an adult, I think it was, like, a fixed gear that I got on Bikes Direct or something for a few hundred bucks. But I think that probably when I really started to get into bikes um, was after that and I always enjoyed fixing stuff and learning about mechanical things mm -hmm. and bikes kind of give you like an endless way to do that and it's also just a good way to stay healthy and, and get outside so I used to do a whole bunch of outdoor things and still do like snowboarding and skateboarding um, but bikes have, have kind of stuck around the longest so not much snowboarding in Kansas I'm, no. I'm sorry. <laughs> but you're not too far. Denver's right. not too far. So. <laughs> and I understand you also kind of worked with the International Rescue Committee and stuff previously, or? Yeah, a little bit, but just through, so I worked at the Salt Lake Bicycle Collective for a bit, and we would do similar things with IRC that we do here, um, providing bikes to the refugees and trying to get kids' bikes out and all that kind of thing, so similar to what we do here. Tell us about how, if people want to volunteer in the recycle shop, what are what opportunities are there? Well, you can really come in anytime that we're open and we can find something for you to do. We'll usually have you start working on some kids' bikes. And you can help organizing around the shop, help straighten things up and things like that. But yeah, really the goal is just to, if you haven't worked on bikes before, is definitely just to get you in and starting to turn some wrenches and We'll be there to assist and help you learn. So, yeah, definitely don't feel intimidated if, if you don't know how to work on bikes because the whole goal is to just help you learn and, and get everyone working on bikes. And that way we can get more bikes out to everyone who needs them. It's really our, the model of our recycle shops really kind of self-sustainable. And it's, it's just been a great program for us. So as for biking around Wichita compared to where all you've lived, like what... What do you like about biking in Wichita? So I actually really enjoy riding around Wichita, um, at least compared to, well, everywhere has yeah. pros and cons, I guess, right. but um, right. it's nice to be able to just go out and ride wherever you want around here and you don't have to deal with any super big mountains or anything. So it's like, <laughs> I feel like you can just kind of go out and explore um, right, instead right. of having to go ride up a big mountain. We're mm -hmm. definitely a very flat town and that. And, and, and just landscape-wise, this is a very bikeable place. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, definitely bikeable. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, plenty of opportunities to to get out and get lost on the, all the gravel roads. And there's still lots of hills around if you want to find them. So, yeah, a little bit of everything. 
Yeah. Is there anything that Wichita can improve on that you've seen in other places that you wish was here? Well, I think a lot of the trails are great, but for example, like Redbud crossing some of the main roads is, right. you just kind of end up at a main road and you sort of just have to get across somehow. Yeah. Um, yeah. Unless you ride a ways down to get to a stoplight and then come all the way back. I think they could definitely work on making those a bit smoother. And I think probably more people would enjoy, enjoy using them. Okay. Um, uh-huh. Just because there's some, some pretty big intersections that you have to cross, busy roads. Yeah. So that type of thing, I think, is could definitely use improvement. Yeah, that's a great trail, but if you end up... Right. Stuck if at a if big you end up at Rock Road, that's lane. kind of a barrier. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. you're crossing like six lanes of traffic. So, yeah. But other than that, I think there's a lot of ways to get around town. Um, probably a lot of places could use just being connected a bit better. But it's been pretty fun exploring. I still have a lot to do. So, so since you've been here, I kind of keep tabs on your adventures and stuff. And I am super jealous that you got to go to the world championships of the cyclocross stuff down in Arkansas. So mm-hmm. tell us about that experience <clears throat> and going to see the, the world championships of cyclocross. Yeah, so that was very, very cool. I don't think I've seen anything quite like that in cycling yet to see like a world championship of something like I've never been out to Europe to see like Mm -hmm. the tour. So it was really cool to see such a big event where people came from all over the world um, and you just got to see the most of the best riders. There's a few riders that that weren't there that would have been really fun to see. Right. Yeah. Um, Yeah. But yeah, just seeing an event of that scale in cycling. And seeing all the people came out was was pretty awesome. And and you're you kind of have hopes of developing some trails around here. Yeah, I think it'd be pretty sweet to have like a designated cyclocross park, just because it's like a very in between cycling sport. I would say mm-hmm, where it's mm-hmm. you have to use a lot of different skills. Um, it's not like single track mountain biking. Right. Um, it's also not like road biking, but it's it's a thing where you can go out and and practice and do laps and get better at bike handling and pretty accessible way of bike racing too right. because you usually don't have to go that far to do it right <clears throat> and you can really use a lot of different types of bikes yeah for it yeah. too so yeah. as long as you have something that can handle a little bit bigger than like a road tire then mm-hmm. you're usually fine definitely helps with gravel racing too because mm-hmm. you're just really focusing a lot more on skills yeah on on skill-based training and stuff yeah I know my first uh, commuter bicycle was a cyclocross bike and everybody that I ran into around town that knew that that type of bike and knew that it was a cyclocross bike and they saw you know I put fenders on it I put a a, you know a, a trunk rack on it and I just really made it a commuter bike and they just would always look at me and just be like, call me when you really want to learn how to ride that bike. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> They're just like, we'll teach you how to lock up the back brakes and like skid and stuff. And I'm going, mm-hmm. I, uh, no, I, I, that's not the kind of rider I am. <laughs> you know? But it was just, uh, but I do love that bike. Wow. Is there anything else that you want to share with us while you have, the podcast ear well if you uh i guess as the shop manager if anybody's interested in um getting involved or learning a bit more we're looking for 
people to kind of take on some shop assistant roles. And really all it is is just an opportunity to learn a bit more about bikes and help out around the shop and get some volunteer hours in as well. Um, so if you're interested in something like that, feel free to, to reach out, um, send us an email, and we'll see what we can do with that. So I think that's about it. All right. Thank you for joining us, Kevin. I'm so glad that we got to have you on here today. Yeah, thanks for having me. Well, I know we are so glad to have Kevin in our recycle shop, you know, bringing his experiences and new ideas and just fun energy as well. If you haven't had a chance to drop by the shop and visit Kevin, you know, clean out your bikes and parts, go through those and br bring in some donations. Come say hi, come check out and see what the shop's doing. Uh, it's staying active every day. And so yep. drop on by and see us. We're still at 131 South Laura. This month, we would like to shine the spotlight on Matt Schmitz, our newest recycle shop assistant. And actually, July is Matt's first anniversary of volunteering in recycle. And as I mentioned, he has recently stepped up as a volunteer shop assistant. Uh, Matt really enjoys wrenching on bikes in the shop. I think that's where he's most comfortable. But he also really loves teaching people and showing them how to make the repairs on their own bikes to get them out and rolling. And uh, Matt just has such an easygoing personality, and he's just super cool and fun to have in the shop. So we really appreciate him and everything that he's doing to help us kind of create that very welcoming right. community bike shop. Yeah. I think that's really important. Yeah. Uh, we don't want mm -hmm. to be intimidating. Um, so thank you, Matt, for stepping up and helping Kevin kind of and our other uh, recycle volunteers, you know, make the, all the magic happen in the shop. Yeah. If you are interested in becoming a shop assistant, home ec, or a full shop coordinator, contact Kevin, the recycle shop manager, during our open hours or email him at kevin at bikewalkwichita.org. Just as our volunteers make the magic happen, our local business sponsors are also vital partners who not only make Wichita a better place to shop, dine, and work, but also support our mission to make Wichita a more connected, accessible city that supports everyone biking, walking, and rolling around. As our city opens back up, please shop local and support these businesses who work to make our city better for you. REI at K96 in Greenwich carries high-quality adventure gear, clothing, bikes, lightweight camping equipment, and food to support your next hike or bike trip. Bicycle Exchange is Wichita's largest bike shop featuring all styles of bikes by Trek, Gary Fisher, Fuji, Felt, Thurley, and a wide range of bike accessories, gear, and clothing. They're located in Delano, so drop in and check out their selection. Gary's Monday Night Rides are rolling. Bicycle Peddler is our local specialized dealer located at Rock Road near Central. Bicycle Peddler has a growing selection of exciting bike apparel and accessories and a full range of services. So check out their new website featuring local rides and events. And their Monday Night Gravel rides are fantastic. Yes, I've heard great things. And I think they are also expanding uh, their bikes and inventory. So. Check them out. Pedigo Wichita has recently opened their new location in Bradley Fair next to Trader Joe's. Pedigo features a colorful assortment of electric bikes from cruisers to cargo options. 
Drop in and test ride one today or join them for a Saturday ride. The Kansas Department of Transportation provides an annual grant to purchase lights for all of our bikes that roll out of recycle and support our Operation Firefly outreach to help make our streets safer for all road users. Wesley Healthcare has provided a grant to install the mile markers and wayfinding signage along the Redbud. I hope everyone has seen it. It's super awesome. Uh, the signage not only helps residents identify nearby businesses and services, but also it will assist emergency services in locating you quicker in case you have something happen while you're out on the trail. Wesley wants to help you be active and healthy every day, so we appreciate all that they do. And United Healthcare is helping expand our reach into Evergreen and Fairmount neighborhoods and our reach within our LGBT community and our refugee friends. United Healthcare is helping residents get out and more active and take better control of their health. Visionary Print can help you with your podcast, video, and promotional materials. Check out our online store with a variety of fun bike walk merchandise. In Spirit Kombucha will help you reach your health goals this year with their refreshing beverages that you can find in many local retailers throughout the city. And a better bar service is ready to help you take your next social gathering to the next level by providing a professional, fun bar service. So thank you to all of our sponsors. And if you know any businesses who are interested in connecting with the local bike walk community, please let us know. We have our 2022 sponsorship opportunities available. It looks like our time is up. Thank you for tuning in, and we hope to see you around town. If you are interested in taking action, connecting us with your neighborhood, or you have an idea, please just let us know. Don't forget, we have expanded our recycle shop hours, and if you need to work on your bike or want to volunteer or check out our retail area, you can drop in Tuesday and Wednesdays, 2 p.m. to 6 p.m., Thursday, 4 p.m. to 8 p.m., and Friday and Saturday from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. That wraps up our show. Extra thanks to Amy, Kevin, and all of our volunteers for the awesome interviews and stories. We'll see you out and around town.